Costa Rica. I've just got back from Costa Rica last week having all the fun, but this old favourite we just have to share. My name is Steve Layton, and I travel the world finding amazing and delicious coffee for you to drink at home. Some make coffee difficult to understand and complicated, but here it's my job to make it easy and fun and tell you what's in my mug. Okay, so this is gonna be a huge name, so hang on in there with me and allow me to explain. So, the first part of the name, Costa Rica. Do you know what that means? Comes from the country of Costa Rica, of course. The second part is Don Mayo. Now, Don Mayo is the name of the micro mill where the coffee is milled and processed and is also owned by the same family. And then La Loma, La Loma is the name of the farm where the coffee was grown and taken to the mill, which is actually within sight of the mill and very close. Yellow honey is the processing method of the coffee. Um, and we're going to make you go and check out our videos so you can understand a little bit more about the honey process a little later on. Um, and then Katura is the name of the varietal of the coffee bean. And you can find out more about coffee, more about Katura uh, a little later on too. So uh, tell you a little bit about that. So. That's all the important stuff uh, I wanted you to know, but let's get into the fun stuff. So La Loma is located at an altitude of 1850 to 1900 meters above sea level in the Tarazoo region of Costa Rica and is owned by Hector Bonilla and his family. Um, we first had a chance to enjoy coffee from this awesome farm um, uh, back in 2014 uh, and I'm delighted to see keep coming back year after year after year. Um, I came across it on my trip to Costa Rica in January 2013 um, because we were already working with the Benilla family, um, bringing in Bella Vista from the neighbouring farm, but it was great that we were able to partner up with this one too. Um, Don Mayo Mill is somewhat of a celebrity in the world of coffee, uh, winning uh, all sorts of awards for its amazing coffee, which has brought many top briars from all around the world. Uh, and I am very, very pleased to be one of them, uh, very proud uh, to work with them. Um, Hector is somebody who... Um, I've known now for a number of years, it's got to be eight years, nine years, and I didn't know until I wrote the book that Hector used to be a nurse, um, and I was super impressed to find out about all his hard-working background and had not been a coffee farmer his entire life, yet you look at the mill and the farm, you would think there was generations of experience there, really a superb guy. Um, so before we move on, I want to focus a little bit on the tasting notes. So when the tasting notes on the pack, you're going to have peach, you're going to have nectarine, you're going to have white wine and raspberry juice. Now, those flavours, what do I mean when I say peach? Does it taste like biting a peach? No, of course it doesn't. Just as when you have a glass of wine and it says that it tastes of cranberries, it doesn't taste exactly like cranberries. It's a reminder of that flavour. And the peach and the nectarine, I think, are very closely linked because you know, they're acidity kind of flavours, just as the white wine is also an acidity kind of flavour. One thing that I really do think is quite different is the raspberry juice part of it. It's super sweet and finishes it with the raspberry juice, which is pretty unique to coffee. this coffee. I've not really come across that as a tasting descriptor to before, um, and talking about it really makes me want to drink it quickly. Costa Rica is the home of honey coffee, so I know some of you have seen this video before, but honey process is important, so why don't we get Francisco to tell us all about what it is in a video. 
Hello everybody and welcome to the Has Been Honey Processing Guide. We get lots of emails from you guys customers at home asking what is honey processing and why are there so many. I could answer that, but I'm a coffee roaster, so I thought I'd get an expert. Who are you expert? Uh, good morning, my name is Francisco Mena, Don Steven, from Costa Rica. So expert, why would you do honey in at a farm? Um, the honey processed coffees, uh, Stephen, uh, use less water and it's very instrumental for environmental uh, sound practices at the micromill level. And what's a micromill? A micromill is a family-oriented uh, processing unit that processes small batches of cherries every day and it's uh, very optimum because they use little water and uh, it's very manageable with one person or with one coffee producer. So, can you walk us through the general honeying process? Well, yes, the, the honey process really, uh, honey substitute the, the word mucilage, uh, which is what covers the, the parchment, the wet parchment uh, in, the, in the cherry itself. So, the, the producers in Costa Rica uh, understood that with less water and leaving some mucilage to the parchment, it was giving some uh, specific attributes to the cup. So we found out that uh, honey processing really enhanced the sugars and, and the caramels in the, in the cup quality. So there's so many colors, what do they all mean? Well, really through, through practice every year, we started learning that the colors are given by the amount of mucilage left in the pergamino on the parchment, and also by the uh, time it takes the parchment to dry on the raised beds and by the sun exposure and the temperature of that given day. Therefore, the less mucilage you leave on the parchment, it gives a lighter color, like um, white honey. Uh, it's around 10 to 15% mucilage, or we call it washed also. And then the yellow honey is between 15 and 50% mucilage. And then the red or black honey is after 50 all the way to 100% of mucilage or sugars left. So this amount of mucilage really is what gives the different colored tones to the pergamino when it's drying to the sun. So expert, there's so many colors and so many different honey in processes. How do they translate in the cup? Well, the honey process is really translated uh, or we have uh, endorsed the producers to process them based on the altitude. So the higher the altitude, the whiter or yellower the honey because the altitude already has sweetness present in them. And then the lower the altitude, the darker or the more mucilage that you leave in order to enhance the sweetness and the caramels in the cup. Thank you very much, expert. You're welcome, sir. And thank you for watching. And if you've enjoyed watching this processing guide, go back and watch some of our other processing guides. Thank you for joining us. And do remember, life is definitely too short for bad coffee. Welcome to Steve's Fun Bag Challenge. I'm joined by Gary, Gary Whiteley, our token Yorkshireman. Token Yorkshireman and roaster extraordinaire. So, wow. this is a dispatch challenge, but I've decided that we should get the roaster involved because I'm winning. I think it's important we get everybody involved. Is it just the fact that you're so competitive, no one in dispatch wants to come and do it with you anymore? Mm, yeah, there's that too. There's, there's that too, yeah. yes. Uh, yeah. Um, Roland's done this. I don't know if it's before or after you're going to be on, but like Roland's won. <laughs> so.
So you've got the pride of the roastery on your shoulders. You realise you've got the two least competitive people in the entire business doing this. We don't care. <laughs> well, Roland seems to be have taken it to a new level. So you have, if you want to be Roland, you have about a week to do this in. So what? So what? What am I doing? Three bags. Three bags. You need to put two hundred and fifty grams, including the bag weight. Oh, not that. Yeah. You have to scoop it up out of the bin. So what you want me to do is underways, you say. Yeah. Right, yeah. okay. Keep the money. That's how we make the money, Gary. Come on. Oh, right. So, 250 grams including the bag. Your time will be your time plus every gram you're over or under added on by the second. So. Right, okay. What no, no, no. I'm just I'm getting, I'm getting comfortable. Three. Have you got an omelette pan as well? <laughs> Two. One. Go. What you get with pros going to be? Accurate or speed? Neither. Neither. Okay. <laughs> I'm concentrating. I'm in the zone. Okay. That's too much. Right, that's one. One. You're weighing them all after. I will weigh them all after. Four. Two. Well, that's the thing, you see. It's like, you've got to guess, and I don't want you to guess because there's lots or little left. So. Yeah, time. Done. And the time is... You're already quicker than Roland. But that's yeah. no surprise. Like, right, he was weak. So, 44 seconds, that gives you 44 grams to play with. Okay. Okay. Plus our minus? Yes. Okay. Yep. So... Ooh, that's not bad, actually. That's it's 13 grams over. Ooh, that's... 18. Well, do we round it up or round it down? It's 0.5, so it's I'll let you have 18. Okay, yeah. 18 grams and... That's going to be heavier. I know it. No? no that's, that's lighter. Yeah, that's 10... 11 grams. 11 I think grams. we can definitely round that up at point eight. So, what, 13, 18 and 11? Yes. Ooh, you, might, you might actually have got my crown. Come on, give we'll me a score. We're waiting for the timekeeper. One minute. Yeah. 26. What's <gasps> your score? 28, you are the new Come leader. on! <laughs> I thought you weren't competitive, Gary. Yeah, but it's you. It's, it's going to hurt you far more than it hurts me. <laughs> new leader. Loser! <laughs> Bye, Gary. <laughs> Woo! Let me just reweigh them. <laughs> and you get rid of the drift, so. so I said earlier that Hector was um, had been a nurse before he was uh, a coffee farmer, but he actually did start coffee farming a little earlier. Um, but he is a model mill and farm producer. Like he is known all over the world, uh, and he. His experience he has passed on to his entire family, who all have a massive role in marketing, production, processing of this coffee. Um, their team approach uh, and dedication is super impressive. So Hector's daughter um, is a Costa Rican barista champion. Hector's son runs the mill. Hector's other son runs the farms. Uh, Hector's other daughter uh, is in charge of um, uh, uh, marketing of the farm. It really is impressive. But this professional approach didn't come without lots of hard work. 
Uh, Hector started working with coffee when he was just 14 years of old, 14 years old, and planted a really small piece of land um, that his family owned with coffee. Um, he had to keep it small because he he was working it himself and he had no means of getting it to the mill, um, which was a cooperative mill. So he had to load it one by one by hand uh, and deliver it to that large cooperative mill um, where he would just get paid for the cherry. Uh, there was no processing after that. Um, he gradually increased the plants over the next six years and at the age of 20 was able to alternate his work with study uh, where he studied to be a nurse and went on to have that career until he could focus full time on coffee. Um, I asked uh, Hector um, a, of a memory of us kind of getting, you know, meeting up and getting together, if you like. And he says, I always remember, he always remembers me dressing in the bright red suit in Melbourne when his daughter was competing in the World Barista Championships. Um, and he thinks uh, I'm a little bit crazy. Um, so, yeah. So at 26, Hector um, passed his uh, nursing degree. Uh, from his evening studies and he did that up until he was 37 um, until he'd saved enough money to return to his first love coffee which he decided to get to full time um, and he's been growing the plantations and farms ever since um, and he really is uh, a real role model so we should uh, get into his coffee and uh, give it some tasting notes so I told you about these earlier where we focused on them the peach and the nectarine are not exact peach and nectarines, but it's more of the acidity it reminds me of. The white wine, the kind of almost effervescence, but its unique part, as I said in the tasting notes, is that raspberry juice. I have not tasted a coffee with raspberry juice before, but that really comes down to the sweetness that it finishes with, um, and it's an absolutely delicious coffee. Thank you very much for joining me, as always, and I haven't done it properly for a while, so do remember, life is definitely too short for bad coffee. You realise you've got the two least competitive people in the entire business doing this. We don't care. Do you want the new Come one? on! <laughs>